this moment, I will emerge with my followers and take over the entire surface world. Happy New Year, everybody. My name is Brian Stratton. And mine is Rob Milne. This episode should be hitting your podcast feed, believe it or not, exactly at midnight uh, 2020. So Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Uh, I am uh, not that I'm not grateful for many of the things that happened in 2019. I'm glad to close the book on that year. Um, <laughs> I'm very excited uh, for 2020 because it's a much more uh, sci-fi friendly um, year, I think. Yeah. You know. Hindsight. So uh, this is going to be a very special and a very short episode of the podcast because uh, Rob and I, uh, in keeping uh, with when this episode is going live, we have had a few um, and uh, we're just going to uh, gush a little bit about some of the things we're grateful for uh, in 2019 uh, and talk about what we are uh, looking forward to and, and make some resolutions for 2020. So I uh, I thought we could start out by talking a little bit about uh, what we're real grateful for in 2019. Heck yeah. Um, not just in my personal life, but especially in this podcast. Uh, you know, it didn't exist before 2019, so I'm, I'm grateful for it existing at all. <laughs> you made it exist. I mean, I helped too, <laughs> but we made it exist. Well, I remember talking to you about this like in 2017. Yeah. Um, like we, it, we tried to talk into a cardboard box one day at work. We did. Yes, yes. Uh, and that didn't work out great. <laughs> it was a disaster. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, and we actually did a rough draft of this. We got about three or four episodes done and it just, you know, for whatever reason, we we're just kind of like, it's not quite there yet. So, you know, we hemmed and hawed a lot and then uh, we finally were like, okay, you know what? Screw it. We're going to do it. So we did. And uh, we did it with a lot of help, uh, which is uh, the first thing I'd like to shout out. Which oh, is yeah. All the cool folks who came on this dumb thing. Uh, and uh, well, we didn't even know what we were doing. We didn't know what we were doing. And we <laughs> really called in favor from some of our friends. It's like, hey, you know what? You will sound good on a microphone. And uh, if this just winds up being a disaster uh, and we wind up having to just throw your episode out, uh, you know, our friendship will survive. That. Right. So, you got a beer out of it. <laughs> You're welcome. Exactly. The very first guests we had on the podcast were. Uh, Levi Buchanan and Jess Kranz, uh, who uh, I just got in the mail, the very first issue of Pink Hearts number one. Me too, right so, before right before Christmas. Levi has been a friend of mine for years. Uh, we both used to write video game strategy guides together. Um, <laughs> we're very happy to be part of the Pink Hearts extended universe. Yeah, um, I would um, love them to write this podcast into the comic. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to put too much pressure on anybody. Right. But. Man, I'm so happy that Pink Hearts is, is uh, doing so well. Um, I look forward to just many uh, great stories coming out of both of them uh, in the years to come. So, And if you don't know anything about it, you didn't hear the episode, go to pinkhearts.com, find it. Uh, also, uh, you know, our second guest, a huge thanks to J.L. Watkins, yeah. uh, oh, who man. has been a guest a couple times on the show. He gave us some invaluable audio advice. The fact that we sound listenable now <laughs> is yeah. directly because of J.L. Uh, He's also hilarious. Like, yeah. There's just no getting around it. He said some stuff. I don't know if all of it made it into the cut, <laughs> but it, it made me laugh so loud. It would have uh, peaked everything that we were doing on the microphone anyway. But, yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, and then... Uh, Unfortunately, we had Noah on oh, man. Uh, Noah three Campbell times. three times. I don't know how that keeps happening. I don't know. I I'm going to have to move again. Uh, yeah. He got into a band with me now, too. So it's like he's always around with the stories that make you like spit take every time. 
Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, we read so many of these uh, early 60s Marvel comics that we have developed Stockholm Syndrome for like some <laughs> yeah. of the things that, you know, a normal person would would see uh as being problematic maybe uh and noah is great for calling that out oh uh, man he just he straight it. insulted me the last time i did a marvel by the minute uh he just was like that was bad and right <laughs> when i finished and i was like okay cool well, thanks, thanks. glad i've known you for years yeah oh uh, uh, man uh my buddy jamie lewis uh came out all the way from vermont this summer uh to be one of our uh, guests um and uh he just launched a podcast of his own the black and blue green room. He's got a nice radio voice too. He has a great radio voice and uh, yeah, just such a blast to, to have a buddy of mine who I literally met in our local comic book store yeah. um, to be on this podcast. You both worked there, right? It, we yeah. did. It felt very full circle. It was like clerks times two. <laughs> Kevin Smith uh, <laughs> would have approved on every level of everything that was happening. Oh, yeah. Man. Um, uh, we had, uh, Douglas Wolk join us, uh, for not one, but two episodes that came out on two consecutive days. That guy just, he put in the hours, uh, yeah. with us. And, uh, I was so happy to have him as a guest. And he is like the encyclopedia of Marvel. Like yes. he, it, it's readily available. He can access all of that memory. Yeah. Uh, it's impressive to me as I slowly, you know, devolve. Yeah, but, uh, exactly. Yeah. yeah it, it, I cannot wait for his book, uh, all the Marvels to come out. Um, as soon as it does, uh, obviously you'll be hearing about it here. Um, and hopefully many other places. We're really looking forward to having Douglas back as a guest, uh, in the new year. Uh, we also had, uh, Melinda Carlson Smith join us. She partnered up with JL, uh, to fill in for when Rob I was when gone, he was yeah. out. Yeah. Oh, um, she, and she is hilarious too. Yes. So, uh, and one of our very best Facebook fans um, and, and a good, good friend. Uh, and JL and Melinda hung out with us at the Rose City Comic Con all day they and did. all night. Yep. I had a warm and fuzzy feeling. Yes. Um, and then uh, last but certainly not least, Joe Keating, who's been on yeah. a couple times. Um, our first uh, like actual guy who has done comics things. <laughs> yeah. um, uh, He's and, legit and uh, bonafide yeah and and what a fun dude uh uh he leads us off on tangents and we love him for it um but you know a guy who's been in the trenches has written marvel comics um and is always up for just talking literally as long as we want to talk <laughs> about whatever yeah um, oh i wish we could i wish we could record for like four hours with joe yeah although uh it would be a lot of editing for Brian. Say, it's like <laughs> i'm glad we don't record it like <laughs> I, what what y'all don't know is that uh, with both of the episodes that we've done with Joe, I have cut 45 minutes out of it. Uh, hopefully it's not 45 minutes that you can tell was cut out, but um, we have so much fun with him. We have so much fun talking and we wind up going down these crazy long dead end conversations. Uh, and then we're like, oh yeah, I guess we should probably get back to what <laughs> we were actually talking about. Um, but no, good dude, um, great writer uh, and so happy to have him in our orbit. Um, so that's, you know, first thing we want to be, uh, appreciative for was the folks who have sat in on this thing in a, I was a very, very close second. Uh, all of you who have been listening to us oh, uh, since we've been doing this, our early recordings were not so good. <laughs> it's like just in terms of the, the sound quality, uh, like figuring out our format and, 
And even my music do- bumps were just like things I had written <laughs> randomly, orchestrally. Your, and, your yeah. music, honestly, Rob, your music <laughs> is the only professional part of this podcast from the start to the finish. Well, I don't know. All my guitar <laughs> riffs are just like a first take. There's always something wrong in them. So if anybody plays guitar and they're like, what's up with that guy? It's because I just I, I do it once and I'm like, good. And I do 27 of them and just make them and put them in. Yeah. Uh, the breaks yeah exactly yep play for like 10 seconds and go like, all right i guess that's good and <laughs> <laughs> so i yeah. wouldn't call it you know pro it's just good it's it's uh it it, it lends an aura of respectability to <laughs> what we do here uh which is great well and- i should say the theme song uh definitely we oh. took more time so yeah my wife barb uh sings and I, I'm there yelling some of the things on the end, but I sang the first draft that I sent to Brian and he was like, this is okay. It's pretty good. And yep. this is what I thought it would be. And then I had Barb sing all of the other parts, four part harmony, and it became what it is, yep. what, what you hear every time you start a podcast yeah. with us. And uh, it's the greatest theme song in all of <laughs> podcastery is what it is. I, I will stand up to anyone like let's name, have a battle of the theme songs name me a podcast that has a better theme song than we have we do not there <laughs> it does not exist marvel by the month's theme song is the best thing about this podcast it is the best thing in podcasting period oh man geez yeah having been through a lot Suck of it, uh, joe rogan <laughs> advertising stuff <laughs> i did go for full jingle like i i've i've written jingles i wanted to write a jingle yes. for us i wanted it to be the end of it to be what is the name of the podcast? It's a lot of words, but I just heard them 400 times. Yeah. Uh, it's, I love it. I also have to give a big shout out to JL Watkins for helping us get our sound dialed in. Um, he, the dude does this stuff for a living. Uh, he produces audio and video. Um, he literally just put together an Amazon shopping cart for me and said, buy all of these <laughs> things and you'll, not go too far wrong and he was absolutely right and but. sat silently through uh, an episode with yes, levi too that's right and yeah. uh was just our pro- producer basically um we you know for everyone who thinks of the magic of a a huge studio with people waving behind glass windows brian and i sit at a table and we have some <laughs> nice mics um but he does the main editing then he hands it to me and i do some mastering and add the music and then we send it out to you we have some professional skills that help us in certain elements of this. And then we are also very enthusiastic about what we're doing, uh, which uh, hopefully carries us across the line until we figure out how to do that stuff better. Right. But to stay with our enthusiasm, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, but yeah, I mean, the only way to improve when you're doing something like this is to you have to fail in public uh, mm-hmm. time and time again. Oh, man. And then yeah. eventually you figure out how not to do that there's been times i've been like oh god like i guess we're gonna well this is the week's episode we're gonna put it out (laughs) like you know and i listen to it and it's like listening to my own voice for you know 60 minutes at a time uh just like oh man like i was just not on that week but we have to put out an episode we put out the episode (laughs) you fail in public and that's how you get better and sometimes you fail when you think you fail, you didn't fail at all. You did something that sure. everyone loves. Right, right. Uh, I know this from music. I know this from this podcast. I'm like, this is the worst song I've ever played in front of someone. And they're yeah. like, this song is going to be at my wedding. Yeah. You know, and I'm like, oh, well, 
It's on a ballad, but you know, do what you want. 2019 is a year that I adopted the mantra done is better than perfect. Mm -hmm. And it's literally, if you are a person who harbors creative ambitions, um, you have to live by that rule. Yeah. If you don't, you will never do anything and you will hate yourself yeah. for not doing anything. Throw the polish away and yes. just make it. Just, just put a dumb thing out. Trust <laughs> me, there's so much. The internet has brought us so much stuff to our homes these days that no one's going to notice if you put a crappy thing out there. You right. Know? And it might be crappy for a while and right. get better. Uh, here's Marvel the, by the month. Yeah. Here's the silver lining. If anyone ever does go back and discover that, it's because you wound up being a success later in your life. <laughs> so just you know, leave a paper trail of the fact that you were not very good at one point. Worst point is you just vapor out and that was there and is gone now. Yeah. Uh, but really try. Yeah. That's it. Give it a shot. Yeah. Fail. Yes. It's it's it's, it's OK to fail. Um, and and going on to the the next thing that i'm super grateful for rob i'm super grateful for you there's absolutely no one i would rather fail in public with uh, it's we uh you know this is not our first time failing in public uh we we uh we launched a business together a few years ago that uh ultimately did not you know last the 50 years and generate the <laughs> hundreds of millions of dollars we hoped it would but you know um it was fun it was a, it was a good ride uh neither one of us lost our homes over it uh so you know hey that's great um, and thanks monty for that too oh yeah uh, our third partner uh monty uh, a delight she'll never hear this but yeah. yeah it's great um but yeah i i think you and i are two of the only people who can just talk about so many things uh that, <laughs> like no one else on the planet has any interest in but we can do 45 minutes on a topic um and not get bored doing it one of the greatest joys is like now that we're no longer working together every day um i'm super happy to have an excuse to hang out with you certainly like i always have needed someone who with more structure more grounding uh but still is very creative and that is you uh you organize this thing you make it possible for us to be coherent <laughs> <laughs> or appear coherent by yeah. the time you're done editing. Um, so thank you. You are, and I know you have a hard time, you know, accepting compliments. Yes. As a native son of New England, uh, it does not come naturally to me to hear praise. Uh, I, I will have to lash myself later. Um, but, yeah. I'll just know. say good enough. Thank How you. How about that? Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Cotton Mather would approve. <laughs> <laughs> Good enough. Yeah. Brian. But, you know, one of the, the biggest goals that I had for wanting to do this podcast was to use it as an excuse to like find and connect with more of our people. I feel like we've done a good job of that in 2019. Mm -hmm. um, and there's folks who have not appeared on the podcast who have also been very nice and very supportive and generous oh, yeah. with their time. Um, this may come off as a little name droppy, but I just want to shout a couple of these people out. Drop them. Because... They, I mean, honest to God, they have been very, very kind and nice to us. Their uh, interest has kept us going. Yeah. Has helped to inspire us. Exactly. I mean, like, you know, when a podcast, especially a podcast in its first year with such a very niche audience, if we get 100 listeners on an episode, that's a good episode for yeah, us. Yeah, we are popping the champagne. Yeah. Um, and we have had folks who they may not be regular listeners. They may have never heard an episode of the podcast, but... They've been very encouraging of what we are trying to do here. Um, and uh, Portland is a great town for local comics talent. Um, uh, some of the 
biggest and best names in comics are here in Portland, Oregon. Uh, we are Comic City USA. P-Town. Yep. I think the very first uh, folks I have to shout out are Matt Fraction and Kelly Sue Duconic. Um, Kelly Sue was one of our very first Instagram followers. I met her at a Linda Berry workshop, um, a storytelling workshop, and uh, handed her my business card. And I literally told her, it's like, I'm going to be that guy who's going to like, I'm going to be a little gross here and like tell you about the thing I'm doing. And she could not have been nicer. She's like, no, no, no. Tell me about what you're doing mm-hmm. and introduced me to a couple folks uh, who were there, who I'm very happy to have met. Um, uh, but yeah, she is just relentlessly positive person. Um, and her husband, Matt, in the same way that Kelly Sue is, they're both amazing comics writers. Um, yeah, they are. They are award-winning and uh, deserve it yeah. comics writers. Yeah, I, the, I, I think the two of them have done more to breathe new life into the Marvel universe than any two creators I could pick yeah. out of my hat. You yeah. know? And they keep this thing going. Like, we do this podcast because we grew up on Marvel Comics. We love Marvel Comics. And now the comics are like the smallest part of the Marvel empire. You yeah. Know? Um, and I'm glad that they continue putting in the hours to make good comic books, whether it's for Marvel or anyone else. Um, but, you know, I mean, Fraction has done great stuff in Fantastic Four, X-Men, Hawkeye, uh, Kelly Sue took Captain Marvel, which was, I mean, that was a, a <laughs> an intellectual property that no one had done anything interesting with for a very long time. And she rescued it, built an amazing character around it. It changed comics like, uh, it is one of the points to me, a turning point yeah. in in comics, not just like political correctness or whatever. It's more than that. It's yeah. a inclusiveness. Yes. And, yes. Uh, it's it's a great change to have happened and to be respected and awarded and recognized. Absolutely. I mean, like in case you haven't noticed, folks, like the comics industry is not super healthy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like we need everyone reading comics and Kelly Sue has done such a yeoman's job of like getting more folks to read comics. I'm so grateful to her for that. And it's a medium that I know movies. I love the Marvel movies, but it is a medium unto itself that can create things that are just impossible to do otherwise in a way that just seems natural, depending on how someone writes their sequential, uh, you know, art. It's just, I've grown up with comics. Like I've been reading comics since I was like eight or nine years old. I've always thought comics was the perfect medium to tell a story in. And I'm so happy that there are people out there who are doing it at the highest levels. Um, If you have not read Fractions November yet, uh, it it is the first chapter in what I hope is a very long running story. Um, But it has like a really good stray bullets energy to it. Um, And I'm very, very happy he's doing that. Um, Kelly Sue's uh, Pretty Deadly um, is also a super great comic. Uh, you shall all be checking out if you have not yet already. Um, I also would like to give a shout out to uh, John Hodgman. Um, yeah. Who, uh, you know, comedian, uh, actor, uh, brilliant writer. Um, he was also one of our very early Instagram followers. Uh, he likes a lot of our posts. Uh, I don't know that he listens to the podcast. He is a huge podcast inspiration. If you uh, have not read either of John Hodgman's recent books, uh, Vacation Land or Medallion Status, uh, I hardly encourage you to check those out. They are so funny and so poignant. Um, and it is basically, this is your user's guide to being a middle-aged nerd. Um, 
he is uh he's such a good human being um i've been very lucky i've gone to max FunCon, uh, uh hosted by the maximum fun network for the last few years um and uh hodgman is is he's routinely there um and he's uh he's such a good good guy uh, across the board um and every time i learn that he's guesting on a podcast i always listen to that episode because uh he gives good audio so. yeah yeah <laughs> i mean he's i i his recent stint on the tick uh television oh, show oh my god uh yes genius uh someone else t- to shout out would be uh gail simone obviously you know her comics work she was so generous with her time uh with us at rose city comic-con this last year when we were just getting started <laughs> i think we had what like six episodes in the can at that point like we were nothing um yep but she was she was so good about talking to us uh and being encouraging um her husband scott uh was literally one of the very first total strangers who complimented our podcast <laughs> yes. at a time when it really was very helpful to hear yeah we were wearing the logo he's like do you guys do that podcast uh-huh. i listen to it all the time and yeah. we're like somebody listens to this and uh <laughs> and it's the husband of uh one of the greatest comic writers oh, of all my... time <laughs> i just read what did i just read from her i just read her uh the first volume of her wonder woman stuff which i'd read years ago but i i came back around uh and read the circle uh her plastic man is so good her batgirl stuff is like Everyone knows about her Batgirl stuff, but um, yeah, Gail is just, she's such a great voice for comics. Yeah. She's uh, been writing Domino lately, uh, oh, which yeah. has been awesome. Yeah. I think, I think Gail, like Kelly Sue, I think they have done great and necessary work to broaden the audience for mainstream superhero stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, I think one thing that we have both noticed when we've been reading these early 60s Marvel <laughs> comics is like, like if I'm a 12 year old girl, in 1963 why am i reading marvel comics right. no representation i yeah. mean there's just nothing to identify with there it's like i mean sue storm occasionally gets a good inning you know yeah but and wasp even less but yes yeah but i mean outside of that like you know if, if we are only counting on late middle-aged white guys to save this medium it's not gonna happen folks <laughs> <laughs> like nor yeah, should it <laughs> nor should it yeah but I, I i think that's one of the things that the marvel movies have done really well but like if we want to keep the comics going, you know, and, and vibrant and attracting a new audience, we need to be reaching out to everyone. Uh, someone who, uh, his, I think maybe might've been our very earliest supporter was Katie Proctor, uh, from, uh, books with pictures. Yeah. So I first mentioned the concept for the podcast, uh, to her two years before we actually did it when I was helping her out, uh, at a free comic book day. Um, and she said, that is amazing. You need to talk to my friend Douglas Walk. Um, and so she introduced me to Douglas, which is why he's been a guest on the podcast. But um, if you don't know Katie, if you don't know books with pictures on uh, Southeast Division in Portland, I mean, Portland is spoiled for great comic book stores. Um, books with pictures is one that is doing, again, the hard work of uh, making sure that comics appeal to everyone. And not to mention they've been uh, books with pictures was less than a block from where I work for a while. <laughs> That's right. Uh, one just conveniently located, but two, I would go there anyway. Yes. I, I would drive across town to go there because of the ideals that they uphold. Yes. And Katie upholds. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, while we're shouting at comic book stores, I would just like to give uh, recommendations for um, uh, Bridge City Comics. Yeah. 
uh, Floating World Comics. We've spent a lot of time there together. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, I think Cosmic Monkey Comics needs to be on that list. Yeah. Um, uh, comics Cave up in North Portland is a great, great comic store. Old school Excalibur. That's oh, where, Excalibur. Yeah. Yep. Excalibur been here yeah. forever. Yeah. yeah. Cloud Nine Comics uh, on uh, Southeast Clinton, which is my closest comic book store. Um, they are great. They uh, just hosted a signing with uh, Fraction and Kelly Sue. So nice. Um, um, and then, I mean, we would be remiss if we did not extend some gratitude uh, to the original Marvel bullpen. Like, oh, yeah. The 60s bullpen, like uh, Stan Lee, Jack Kirby, Steve Ditko, Don Heck, Dick Ayers, and, and all of them. Artie Simek, uh, you know, it's incredible to read all of this stuff together. Like, we've read a lot of this stuff issue to issue or in like a collection you know yeah like, like masterworks or something right yeah, yeah where it's kind of like put up on this pedestal but like when you read it you know week to week you realize how much they were churning out yeah and just like the volume of it and honestly the high points and the low points are equally inspiring to me yeah because <laughs> it's like you realize like when you're in the middle of doing something where you just have to fill a certain number of pages every month you can achieve brilliance yeah. you know occasionally but also <laughs> you cannot <laughs> sometimes you don't and you just put it out because done is better than perfect yeah, it and, is an inspiration to what we do right now yeah what we're doing yeah but we're not delicate like that's the thing yeah. i think creatives who get to the point where they feel like they are precious precious yes. uh, they've they're doing themselves a disservice too because precious is where you start to edit to the point of not done yeah and uh, not done is nothing. Yeah. And that's and that's the hard part. And that yeah. this podcast has given me inspiration for music projects, for painting, for illustration, for, uh, you know, merch that yep. we're making. Uh, lots of things. Yep. It's just uh, doing it. Just do it. Just keep moving. Absolutely. Like I'm, I'm looking over your shoulder right now and I have a poster of uh, a Mobius uh, Silver Surfer. And uh, I, I love Mobius uh, as an yeah. artist. But it's like, you know, my entire Mobius collection takes up about four linear inches on my bookshelf. Yep. My Jack Kirby collection could take up, you know, a foot and a half. Yeah. You know, it's a whole bookshelf. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. And if it's, you break it's, it down. It's not even like not all of that was the best Jack Kirby stuff that could have been produced. But it's like he wasn't precious about it, you know. Nope. And, you know, I like that kind of like very blue collar working class tradition of. We got pages to fill for the mob. Right. So we're going to do Punch it. the clock. Do the thing. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, let's take a little break. Uh, and we come back. We're going to talk about what we are looking forward to doing uh, in 2020 here on Marvel by the Month. Okay, welcome back. We are going to uh, share with you a couple of our uh, ambitions for what we hope to accomplish in this new year of 2020. Uh, so first and foremost, Rob, uh, at the very least, we have to do like 50 more of these things. <laughs> yep. That's uh, the main goal is keep doing it right. Yeah. Check. Yep. Punch <laughs> that clock. Um, the good news is um, that in 2020, uh, this is going to take us through I think uh, 1967 and maybe a little into 68. Um, there is so much good stuff coming right. up in the Marvel universe. Um, That's like seven years. That's not bad 
you know, yeah. covering that ground in two years of yeah. these podcasts. Yeah. Um, and some of the biggest and best Marvel stories are ahead of us uh, oh. from the early days. So Galactus. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I cannot wait. I cannot wait. Um, and uh, I think we also we're not going to share these ideas just yet because we're still kind of refining them. I think we've got some really fun ideas for bonus content and bonus episodes. Oh, too. yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, if if these come together like we're thinking, you yeah. will be definitely entertained. Yes. <laughs> um, and then uh, another thing I'm looking forward to is we have some very good merch ideas for 2020. Mm-hmm. I, I think we're going to, you know, mostly go with, uh, you know, T-shirts, pins and stickers. It seems to have gone OK for us so far. Yeah. We don't mention this enough, but if you go to uh, bit.ly slash MBTM merch, MBTM all in capital letters, merch in lowercase letters, um, you can get our logo on an infinite number of things. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Mugs, shower curtains. Yep. Duvet covers. Sure. Shirts. I mean, shirts are good. Yeah, you can wear shirts. Sweatshirts. Shirt. Yep. And um, I would love to do a live show. Yeah. Or oh. at least one. I think we need to we need to recognize one in the next year that we have not failed. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, yes. and actually do a launch party. Yeah, <laughs> and, yeah. Uh, We've done, you know, once you've done three dozen episodes, which I believe this is our thirty sixth episode. Yeah. Yeah. We we did not fail. We tried to fail and we didn't. <laughs> We've made so many <laughs> albums, if I think about it that way, in time. You think about it like we have done probably about almost 40 hours of content. If somebody was dumb enough to press vinyl of these podcasts, uh, we would have just a whole shelf of albums. You'd be like, I would prefer to listen to William Shatner sing songs. Thank you. Oh, my you. God. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we'd love to do a live show. Uh, at least one, uh, hopefully more. But um, we will uh, we'll see how that goes um in the new year um and as far as guests go uh i'd love to bring back basically anyone who's ever been a guest on this podcast i'm sure that noah will continue oh yes jl will continue joe will definitely continue douglas uh melinda yep everybody uh levi yes anybody who's been on will be on again if we can um you know, sweet talk them. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and I, I want to, I'm looking forward to bringing in more folks. I mean, one of the big ambitions that I had for this podcast was to find our people and bring them in. Yeah. And um, help them promote the things that they are doing. Yes. What are you creating? Tell us about it. Yeah. One of the things I would really love to do would be uh, when we're at Rose city next year, uh, we actually submitted uh, a panel to Rose city uh, this previous year um, and said, Hey, we'd love to do a live show. We had literally, I think, two episodes uh, released at that point, and we had no social following. So maybe eight listeners. Yeah, I mean, they were completely right to say, um, "Yeah, maybe next year, kids." We Uh, could use this space for anything else. (laughs) Literally anything. (laughs) Dumpster. Yes, Uh, but I think um, I think this year uh, we definitely, you know, we'll definitely be there with the table. Uh, We would love to do a live show. It'd be great if it was a Rose City thing. and if not, maybe we rent out a bar next to Rose City Comic Con yeah. and just do a late night show um, oh, and just have cool. a blast. Yeah. Um, I'd love to have some of our guests that we've already had or that yes. we will have uh, in the coming year and have them answering questions, do a little panel-y kind of thing, too. Um, That'd be so much fun. Yeah. You know, Rose City, uh, man, we had such a great time that this year. That was like our big coming out. Like, we... 
met a couple folks uh and another person who saw our logos and said i listened to your show yeah like you're one of those people it's like wow okay few few. you do exist out there we're so happy to meet you so um yeah so rose city definitely uh we'll be keeping an eye on the other uh conventions uh that portland hosts again we're comic city usa so um good chance we'll be showing up at some of those as well but um yeah, I, I would love to do the live thing. Uh, I have some ideas for how to do a multimedia version of what we Sweet. do, um, which I think would be a total blast. Yeah. So, um, yeah, uh, I think that'll be good times. Yeah, I am. Uh, I'm more than looking forward to interacting with other people live to do something like that. Yes. I hope we can get there. But yeah, so uh, we hope your 2019 uh, was everything you hoped it could be and more. Um, and if not, we hope that you are ready to go after 2020 with a vengeance. If you're not doing what you want to be, change what you are and, uh, and move on. Try it. Yeah. Try a new power. Hulk has had 70. Yeah. And then he got canceled and he'll be back, <laughs> exactly. but just keep trying. Yeah, man. Hulk, Hulk's story is the most inspirational story. It's like, it took them like four years to get Hulk right. Right. And they just kept trying yeah. anything. And it was so hilarious. Yeah. And it made for you know, us to have some great podcasts. <laughs> but uh, just like, and today Hulk is, he turns green when it's night. What yep. are you going to do? Yep. Don't worry about the quality. Just put in the work. Yeah. Like the the, the quality will come. Yep. Yeah. Um, and someday ours will too. Yes. <laughs> if you keep listening. <laughs> hey, thanks for doing that. Um so uh yeah i got nothing else to add happy new year happy new year everybody uh my name is brian stratton and i'm rob milne and 2020 is a year we all go get some yeah